Hello and welcome to episode 662 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Sunday, September 24th, 2023. In the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, let us begin with the Sunday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain the forgiveness of our sins by the great saint and doctor of the church, Alphonsus Liguri. Behold, O Mother of God, at thy feet a miserable sinner, a slave of hell, who has recourse to thee and trusts in thee. I do not deserve that thou shouldest even look at me, but I know that thou, having seen thy Son, die for the salvation of sinners, hast the greatest desire to help them. I hear all call thee the refuge of sinners, the hope of those who are in despair, and the help of the abandoned. Thou art then my refuge, my hope, and my help. Thou hast to save me by thy intercession. Help me. For the love of Jesus Christ, extend thy hand to a miserable creature who has fallen and recommends himself to thee. I know that thy pleasure is to help a sinner to thy utmost. Help me, therefore, now that thou canst do so. By my sins I have lost divine grace, and with it my soul. I now place myself in thy hands. Tell me what I must do to recover the favor of my Lord, and I will immediately do it. He sends me to thee that thou mayest help me, and he wills that I should have recourse to thy mercy that not only the merits of thy son, but also that thy intercession may help me to save my soul. To thee, then, I have recourse. Do thou, who prayest for so many others, pray also to Jesus for me. Ask him to pardon me, and he will forgive me. Tell him that thou desirest my salvation, and he will save me. Show how thou canst enrich those who trust in thee. Amen. Thus I hope, thus may it be. Today, friends, we're going to take a look at Our Lady of Ransom, the feast day of which is today. And this is from fisheaters.com, a wonderful traditional Catholic website. Slavery is as old as human history. Most everyone practiced it. The Indians of North America, the Aztecs and Incas of Central and South America, the Gaelic raiders who made a slave of St. Patrick, the Vikings who enslaved people most everywhere they went, the peoples of Africa, Asia, India, Greece, Rome, the countries of the Middle East. Slavery was practically ubiquitous, and it thrives to this day, even though it is outlawed everywhere, thanks to Christianity and its influence. When the definition of slavery includes forced marriage, child labor, and forced commercial sexual exploitation, there are around 50 million people in slavery, as I write. When Islam came about in the early 7th century, Muslims immediately began warring and slaving. They were constantly attacking the coastlines of Europe, taking Christians as slaves all the while. Historian Robert Davis writes that between 1 million to 1.25 million Christians ended up in bondage in the 300 years between 1500 and 1800 alone, all at the hands of the Muslim Barbary Coast pirates, the Corsairs. But Muslims were enslaving Christians long before 1500. They'd been raiding the coasts of Europe for slaves from the 8th century on. This was the scene when St. Peter Nolasco was born in around 1189, likely in Barcelona. Butler's Lives of the Saints describes him as having grown up in a well-to-do family, but being very pious. He fought in the crusade against the Albigensian heretics in France, and then became the tutor of the young future king, James I of Aragon. His student became king, and in around 1218, he, his confessor, St. Ramundo de Penafort, and the young monarch all had a vision of the Blessed Virgin, who asked them to found a religious order 
that had as its purpose fulfilling one of the seven corporal acts of mercy, ransoming the Christians enslaved by Muslims, that is, coming up with money to buy the release of those taken in slavery, or even offering themselves in exchange when military or other means to secure their liberty failed. St. Peter Nolasco was especially concerned for the immortal souls of those unjustly made captives, worried that they would despair and lose their faith. And so, on the Feast of St. Lawrence, August 10, of 1218, the Order of the Virgin Mary of Mercy of the Redemption of Captives was formed in Barcelona, with their purpose being to visit and to free Christians who are in captivity and in power of the Saracens or of other enemies of our law. These religious, commonly known as the Mercedarians, adopted the rule of St. Augustine, wear white habits and white scapulars, and make not just the three vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience, but four vows, the last one being a vow to be gladly disposed to give up their lives for another, if necessary, as Jesus Christ gave up his for us. This fourth vow now reads, In order to fulfill this mission, we, impelled by love, consecrate ourselves to God with a special vow, by virtue of which we promise to give up our lives, as Christ gave his life for us, should it be necessary in order to save those Christians who find themselves in extreme danger of losing their faith by new forms of captivity. Our Lady of Ransom, as seen in the vision just described, is the patroness of the Mercedarian Order, and the Mercedarians celebrated her feast on September 24. In honor of that religious order, the Feast of Our Lady of Ransom was later extended to the entire church. Our Lady of Ransom, also known as Our Lady of Mercy, is usually depicted as holding the Mercedarian white scapular, a bag of two coins for ransom money and or chains, or as protecting under her mantle those who are captives, whether literal captives, such as to Muslims, or captives to sin or oppression. She is the patron saint of Barcelona and co-patron of the Dominican Republic. Considering the political situation today in the West, e.g. the two-tier justice system that punish Christians for honoring their faith while ignoring the evil doing of others, the constant battering of the faith of the media and other powers that be, the assaults on the innocence of our children, etc. The horrors still be inflicted on Christians by Muslims in places like Nigeria, the unjust persecution of Christians in places like China, etc. Our Lady of Ransom has never been more important and needed Then, too, there are the untold sufferings of those who are victims of human trafficking, including children who are exploited not just for labor, but for sexual purposes. Customs Some may prepare for this feast by praying the Novita to Our Lady of Ransom starting on September 15 and ending on September 23rd. For the feast itself, the Memorare, or this intense prayer by St. Alphonsus Liguri should serve you well. O my sovereign queen and worthy mother of my God, most holy Mary, I, seeing myself as I do, so despicable and loaded with so many sins, ought not to presume to call thee mother or even to approach thee. Yet I will not allow my miseries to deprive me of the consolation and confidence that I feel in calling thee mother. I know well that I deserve that thou shouldest reject me, but I beseech thee to remember all that thy son Jesus has endured for me and then reject me if thou canst. I am a wretched sinner 
who more than all others have despised the infinite majesty of God. But the evil is done. To thee I have recourse. Thou canst help me. My mother, help me. Say not that thou canst not do so, for I know that thou art all-powerful, and that thou obtainest whatever thou desirest of God. And if thou sayest that thou wilt not help me, tell me at least to whom I can apply in this my so great misfortune. Either pity me, or I will say with the devout St. Anselm, O my Jesus, forgive me, or do thou pity me, my mother Mary, by whom I can have recourse, who is more compassionate, or in whom I can have greater confidence than in thee. Oh no, neither on earth nor in heaven can I find anyone who is more compassion for the miserable, or who is better able to assist me than thou canst, O Mary. Thou, O Jesus, art my father, and thou, Mary, art my mother. You both love the most miserable, and go seeking them in order to save them. I deserve hell, and am the most miserable of all, but you need not seek me, nor do I presume to ask so much. I now present myself before you with a certain hope that I shall not be abandoned. Behold me at your feet. My Jesus, forgive me. My mother Mary, help me. Also perfect for the day is what may be the oldest Marian prayer in existence, the third century subtuum presidium under thy patronage prayer. It was beautifully set to music by Joseph Guy Ropartz, who lived between 1864 and 1955. Said music and the prayer's words are sung in Latin and their English translation below. I also present the same prayer is chanted in the Gregorian way to the right below, and links are given. The words are, We fly to thy patronage, O holy mother of God. Despise not our petitions and our necessities, but deliver us always from all dangers, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. In Barcelona, Catalonia, Spain, the Fiestas de la Merced lasts for a week. It is marked by the usual masses and processions, it also includes marathons, dances, fireworks coordinated to music, and the presence of Los Gigantes y Cabezudos, great paper mache giants with large heads, common in Southern European celebrations. During the fireworks, there is the Korafak, in which people dressed as demons run through the streets and frighten people. Finally, there is the building of castells, great towers made of human beings. Participants dress in white pants, red shirts, and wide black belts, and then, against a backdrop of medieval flute music, arrange themselves to form tall towers. Also in Barcelona is the Basilica de la Merced, the mother church of the Mercedarian order. At the top of its dome stands a statue of Our Lady of Ransom holding her son. In the Dominican Republic, tradition holds that Our Lady of Mercy appeared in the middle of a battle between natives and Christopher Columbus and his men, her appearance frightening the natives and causing them to scatter. But the natives came back for more and fought so aggressively that Columbus was about to leave when Fray Juan Infante told them to press on, promising him victory at the hand of Our Lady of Mercy. The Spanish won and a church was built at the site of victory and Santa Cerro. Great celebrations are held there on La Dia de las Mercedes and also in Santo Domingo, the capital of the Dominican Republic, where September 24 is a national holiday. In Valarpetam, Kerala, a small island off the western coast of southern India, is the beautiful, pure white National Shrine Basilica of Our Lady of Ransom, a great place of pilgrimage. The shrine is home to a miraculous painting of the Virgin and her son, brought to the area by Portuguese merchants, led by Vasco da Gama in 1524. It was installed in a little church, which was destroyed by floods in 1676. 
but the painting was found in a swollen river. The waters were so rapid that the painting couldn't be easily retrieved, but when it finally was, it was discovered to not be wet at all. Already aware of miracles performed at the intercession of Our Lady of Mercy, known as Valar Palatama in India, the man who retrieved the painting donated land to have a church built, and the sanctuary lamp in that church has been burning since when it was first lit in 1676 to now. In 1752, a woman and her son were going by boat to visit their pagan family temple when they capsized in an awful storm. In desperation, after her false gods failed her, the woman appealed to Valar Patama to save them. People had been searching for them to no avail, but then a priest had a dream in which Our Lady told him where to look for them. He related what he saw. The people went and cast nets where he told to cast them, and the lady and her son were saved after three days of being lost. The woman and her boy were so grateful that they spent the rest of their lives living in the churchyard and telling everyone about Our Lady of Ransom. The woman related her story like this. Just I prayed to Valar Paratama for help and vowed our allegiance by becoming her servants. The boat capsized and I, along with my son, sank into the deep. We went straight to the bottom of the sea and found ourselves at peace in the presence of Valar Paratama. We were in such a serene and beautiful place that we did not feel the passing of time. We were just gazing at the face of Our Lady and her son. Now we find ourselves at the feet of the same Valar Paratama. The Feast of Valar Padatama is kept over numerous days in Valar Padam. From September 16 to the 24th, pilgrims pour into the city from all over India and the world. On the feast itself, descendants of the woman who is saved with her son from the waters give buttermilk, blessed by the bishop, to those who come, and it is traditional to bring a broom to sweep out the tiled courtyard in front of the shrine to make manifest one's commitment to service and give honor to Our Lady of Mercy. Boats, nets, and other fishing gear are blessed as Valar Padama is the patron of those who work on the sea. Finally, and very importantly, in the Anglosphere, special attention is paid today to Our Lady of Walsingham with a focus on praying for the return of England and Wales to Christ Church. Please read about Our Lady of Walsingham and a link is given. Her importance to her dowry, meaning England, and her special relevance to the Feast of Our Lady of Ransom. Pray for the English and the Welsh, most of whom are captives to heresy, agnosticism, atheism, or paganism. Pray for a return of the people of the British Isles to the faith that made their countries great. Amen to that. Our Lady of Walsingham, pray for us. Our Lady of Ransom, pray for us. I will once again mention Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org. Also, please tune into episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. The topic there, RPM, an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. Before my niece was eight years old, we didn't even know her favorite color. Now, thanks to RPM, we know that she's a comprehensive genius who composes music it's brilliant in regards to mathematics, a wonderful poet, knows foreign languages, incredibly intelligent, and a very sweet young lady. Communication is a human right. RPM is taking non-speakers out of the prison of silence and getting them into the world of open communication where they belong. So please spread that information far and wide. It is a life changer for so many. 
And thanks once again for listening to the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. We'll see you again next time. Goodbye and God love you.